Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. My name is Patricia and I'm with my good friend, Alice. How are you, Alice? Hi. <laughs> we uh, we got a busy week this week and we're going to talk a lot about Halo, probably. I mean, that's, that's probably what we're going to be talking a lot about. Uh, we but... only had a few hours on it, but we just definitely went through a bit of things like that, so... Therefore, yeah. we'll be discussing about it much later in the podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. So, uh, as per usual, we always start the podcast off with what we've been playing. So, as we've both been playing the Halo Infinite uh, Winter Update, we will talk about that later. But what we also have been playing is Grounded. Um, we played play a lot of co-op. Yeah, we played like it. It's like as if we played it a lot religiously. I don't a know lot, how I yeah. pronounce it, but <laughs> still got a bit of a sore tongue for that ulcer. But but anyway, um, for the past few nights we've just like been playing around it, and I was from yeah. skeptic to like totally loving it because because yeah. uh, maybe you're in, in co-op. I was introduced to your house, and it's like made all the grass. Then I just learned yeah. about the raids, the juice boxes, and everything, and I was like, wow, this is cool. So then I just went over to YouTube, looked at some tutorials and tips, and then I just found out, like, you put containers under the straws of juice boxes to collect the juice. You Ah. find a way to cheese the bugs. Like, wolf spiders are still powerful, but they can, once they hit you, you get poisoned to death, and that's not good. But I found ways in which I can trap them. Like, you can either put up a scaffolding to trap the spider in, or you can, like, find some way to get them trapped behind a leaf. Like, I was actually looking for the ones there, because Grounded is made over two years in early access, and that's why you've got videos that comes from different years, and it's just like... Yeah. Uh, there's... How do I put it? Like, it just gives a different sort of gameplay, and some of it doesn't work in the latest version. So I just changed oh, right. the filter okay. on YouTube, looked up at the yeah. speed one on killing the wolf spider, and it's like, oh, all you have to do is throw the spider over and have them trapped behind the leaf right next to the oak lab and then kill it. And that's how I got achievement and a few parts. And now I've got, like, tier two armor and weapons. <laughs> I need to do... I still haven't done that. Actually. So basically, we've been playing my world. I started a world... I built a house and all that, and then you've been playing it because you could, like a Minecraft like server, you can do it for, but you can do it free on this. You can share your world with your friends, so they can play it when you're not playing. So when I've not been playing, you've been killing all the wolf spiders. I need to kill a wolf spider to get the achievement. <laughs> yeah, I've also uh, been collecting berries by the hedge, and little yeah. I realised it's actually an entry point into the hedge lab, but we haven't got through Ooh. that yet. YouTube but I've been app. collecting berries, sticking them into the jerky rack, and turning them into level for less of a cost. And yeah, yeah we just got plenty of them to to get some special armor. However, uh, when it comes to the shed worlds, though, it's just it's yeah. not it's not like Minecraft realms where you put the game up and it's always available when you need it. It literally right. uploads the save to the cloud, so. Yeah. All you have to do to use it is you have to always go into multiplayer. You either have to join or host a game on that shared world, yeah. and that way you can continue the progress. So it runs a little bit differently compared to Minecraft. 
But you can still access my world whenever you like without any issues, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. It's so much fun. It's like, I was going to say, like, uh, for a while, we only managed to build one bow and arrow or one bow. So I ended up having to build a load of spears. So I was basically, we had like a, a ladybug would be attacking and I'd literally be throwing, like, hucking spears at it. And the spears would get stuck in the ladybird. A ladybug, and it would just be like covered in spikes, basically, and it's just so there's so much damage. It's the coolest yeah. thing ever. It's like we're both like fighting these giant, like these giant insects, and they're bad at. It's like it's really so much fun. We've killed like stink bugs, which are giants, and ladybugs, and ants, and uh, army ants. I just, and wolf spider is what I need to kill next because I need the achievement. But I've yeah, killed pretty much everything else. <laughs> well, yeah, that's really interests me because I thought that I was to do some damage, but then I realised spears, you carry loads of them and you do extra damage, except you do have to take so many spears with you. We yeah. were off exploring around the western side of the map and it's just like, hop on the walks, pretty good. Then we got to the poisoned area and then I just couldn't get back out and then I got instantly killed. And then you followed yeah, in both, and you just died. <laughs> we both lost our stuff for a while because we both died. Yeah, there's like an area that I guess is like uh, they put like weed killer down or something. I don't know. But the area is basically looks like a, like it looks like wasteland like from like Fallout or whatever. Like basically all dead plants and dead insects and stuff. And we managed to survive. I managed to Oh, you just sent me a link. Yeah, I just sent a little clip because that's okay. We'll discuss that in a, in a minute, but yeah, when we just both died in the haze, which is what it's called, it's a poisonous yeah. gas that just makes the bug's eyes go purple with swells and got yeah. cordyceps mushrooms on the back. So it's spoilers, but it's brutal. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we need to, yeah. We need so to then we we then when we lose our staff. We have to find out ways when we should get this. But thankfully, we almost got all the parts for like a gas mask. We just have to get some yeah. mist, so fluff. Yeah. And then when yes. we built it, we took turns. I got the gas mask, went in, tried to get the backpack and came all the way back. Then you just, I gave the gas mask over to you. And then you yeah. just went over, all the way over there to pick, pick up your backpack and you just took everything except you left some of the your spears behind. <laughs> yeah, so okay, then... that's the thing. So I carried like ten spears to kill, like big, like to attack like spiders and stuff. Problem is, they all take up one spot. You can't like stack spears, so you literally half my inventory space was full of spears. So I couldn't pick up half the stuff I needed. So I literally just carried so many spears with me. And then obviously you don't want to leave them behind once you've used them. So basically, once you kill the monster, I pick them all back up again. Uh, so that like that was our strategy. But he used them so much inventory space. So I, I died in the in the as you said, I died in the poison. You let me in the gas mask <laughs> so I could get my stuff back, but I couldn't carry it all back because I, I they took up so much space. So yeah, there's still in the in the gas in the poison there's still a load of spears in a backpack <laughs> still yeah. out there now you mention that <laughs> i still see your backpack because when i host it on my own and you don't join yeah. i can interact with your backpack so i can clip your spears off i still haven't oh. done that 
should be my next thing, but it just gets rid of an annoying backpack icon on the map, which kind of confused me because yeah. I dropped the bag there, and then there's another bag that's out in the distance, and it's just like... Yeah. Um, so you, you could collect my backpacks to... then, because I thought we couldn't collect each other's backpacks. So I tried to collect yours before, but maybe maybe it's not like that when it's a shared world. Yeah. I don't know. Well, That's cool, knows. though. That game is so much fun. I, I'm really... Grounded is 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 one of my game of the year contenders for sure. It's right up there. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, uh, well, you have to bear in mind that I do actually. I have actually found this interesting mechanic where you found those like milk teeth, though. Yeah, we found teeth randomly. That that's a bit disturbing that we just finally we're finding random teeth around the place. Yeah, well, I can explain that teeth. when I got the. Tier two hammer, which is the insect hammer. I just went yeah. to the teeth, smashed them up, and then I just got some some teeth. And then when you get back to the say Oak Lab, for instance, or ASL Lab or some sort, yeah, you can trade them to imp- increase your stats, like health, healing, and all those bits, as well as inventory oh. space. It only affects from one person, so I only like collected about three for myself. I just hope oh. there's more milk teeth around. But... Yes, you you've took all my stuff from my world. <laughs> took all the, no. I, mean, I didn't even... You've got the level 2 hammer. We've been, oh my, so basically, when I've not been playing it, you've got really far ahead of me now. I need to catch up. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you killed a wolf spider have... and you got level 2 hammer, which I haven't got. What That's I annoying. can say is, you know there's golden teeth around. Yeah. By breaking them up and collect those points, you can also improve the some parts like inventory space, and that affects oh, all the players that. there. So I got good. one, but we may have noticed like a couple more. So we do need to like collect those things, and then we can like improve our inventory. Like it shows like how many. Uh, more items we could put in a stack to do with consumables, hours, yeah. and the resources. So improving resources, so it should be much easier there. Yeah, I need to. I need to play some more. We haven't played it in a while, so I need to go back to it. Well, I say a while, like two days. <laughs> you got you got really far ahead of me now. Uh, yeah, but I mean, anyway, I, I, I shared the I would say clip yeah, with you. game of the year. I would say yeah. it's up there for game of the year. Sorry, what were you saying? Well, I shared the clip with you, and basically, it was like yesterday, so so then um, when I went in, I've just, you know, this walker came on the top of it, where I've been farming on some bombardier beetles. Yeah. I just went in, and noticed there's like spiders, oh, quite often you get spiders there, so I tried to get the spiders and the bombardier beetles to fight. And then in this oh, clip, right, yeah. I managed to get not just the bombardier beetle, not just the uh, orb breathers, but also the ladybird ants, and they're just all having a huge fight beneath the walk. Nice. <laughs> but sp- oh, like spoiler alert, all of them are dead, <laughs> and I'm able to get all the parts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll have to have a look at that later when we're not recording. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's how... Oh. I want to play more Grounded now. It's such a good game. It's one of those things I'm quite addicted to. I want to go back and play mm. more of it. I haven't had a chance to. Um, yeah, I mean... Is it the, enough to distract you from Halo Co-op? 
that's the thing. Halo Co-op is also a lot of fun, which we'll get into that in a little bit as well. Uh, mm. Also, I've been playing Persona 5 Royal as well. Been playing a lot of that. That game was so good. I've finally beaten the... Because I, I played it on the PS4, beat the first uh, dungeon in, on the PS4 version, and then played a little bit more after that. I finally got a pass where I was on the PS4, and I've beaten the second dungeon... Which is which is really cool. It's like it's a like it's a museum basically. Um, it's a lot of fun. You have to uh, explore it. It's a lot of it's it's a really fun game. It's just really good. And now, now all my characters have got like moves that kind of attack multiple enemies, so we can wipe out enemies really quickly. And it's uh oh, such a fun game. So it's it's like because I love Pokemon and stuff. We I play every Pokemon game that comes out every year. This one is like it's like a Pokemon game, but it's like slightly more complex and it's like slightly got more adult themes to it and i'm really enjoying it i'm really enjoying it quite a lot um yeah you have to collect personas to add to your team and stuff and swap around team members and stuff like that and it's oh i love it i'm really enjoying it i thought i did i thought i'd be bored of it by now but i'm literally uh two dungeons in so i'm like I don't know. How, it's like a free. It's like a two hundred four or two hundred three hundred hour game apparently though. So I don't know how mm. far I got left to go, but really enjoying it. Yeah, it's, uh, I imagine it's gonna be loads of hours, and I'm oh, guessing yeah, Persona Five is one of those one hundred hour games. But oh yeah, I'm no stranger to these because I can gauge the really well for RPG Japanese RPG yeah. by like. If it's going to be like that, then it's going to be 100 hours, which is why oh, yeah, I've been playing sure. Xenoblade Chronicles. But I've been playing it up to 150 hours, and that's how I've beaten the game, and that includes side quests. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 Xenoblade Chronicles 3, is it the new one, or is that the old one you've been beating? You played the old one. You bought, oh, because you bought 3, didn't you, recently? Or did you buy yeah. the original one recently? Yeah, I have bought yeah. it recently. I like I like Xenoblade Chronicles. I played that a little bit. It's um, like that's like it's like um, it's not turn based. It's it's like all, all, like it's it's like all like happens at once. Like it's like live. Act, I can't remember the term for it. Like like action role play or RPG or whereas. Uh, Persona is like Pokemon, like each character has moves and they do, and some moves do certain effects to other things. Like you can, like you can buff people or you can, uh, you can use a fire move that does damage to some types of things and then like electric moves do other things. And if you manage to knock an enemy Persona down, or if you manage to knock the whole of the Persona team, like stun them all down to like, like so they're not fight, they won't fight back, you can talk to them and try and get them to join your team. So it's, it's like a strategy to that. So you don't want to kill them all. You want to, like, stun them all. So you need to figure out what their weaknesses are by, like, process of elimination. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good game. Good game. I, re I really like it. it would, uh, I'm so glad it's on Xbox now. And I'm glad everyone's getting a chance to play uh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait for 4 and 3 to come out uh, in next year. I will probably try them out mm. as well. Uh, but, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it. It's one of my favourite games i would say it's one of my favorite games i've played this year but it is an old game so i can't put it in the game of the year discussion yeah <laughs> uh yeah 
But I'm having a lot of fun. Persona 5 Royals be really good. Grounded to be good. And now we've got the winter update for Halo. I'm like, I'm spoiled for choice when it comes to gaming at the moment. I'm playing Tale. I'm going to go back and choice. finish Plague Tale. I haven't finished that yet. Oh, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, we've pretty much moved on from it because I think it's co op for now until we get bored and then we decide to play something like Plague Tale. Yeah. I was, I've been, I've been tempted to buy God of War Ragnarok. To be fair, because the reviews have been really good for it, but I'm holding strong. I'm gonna get it for Christmas. I think I'm gonna try and hold out and get it for Christmas. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've got so much to play now. I don't need to play it this second, surely. I'm like, but don't forget, tempted. You should you you should be saving your money for Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. But I've I'm already pre-ordered pretty... Violet. So I've already got that pre-ordered and pre-installed. <laughs> That's already but done. Yeah. But yeah, it's just um, I'm really looking at Scarlet now, but I just don't know because I haven't really seen all about the version exclusives, and you just basically buy the game for which Pokemon you're gonna get on a box cover. So yeah, I went for the I went yeah I went for the futuristic one because I like futuristic over uh like old school. Mm. They do have exclusive Pokemon. I I did I did look it up before, but I, uh, yeah, apparently the whole game's leaked, which I don't. I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I don't really want to know what Pokemon to get and stuff. I kind of want to be surprised, mm. you know. Uh, yeah, I I think like when when you look at leaks for Pokemon, it's kind of like you're spoiling the game for yourself. But it's like there's only one. They only have a generation every three or four years. Do you really want to like see all the Pokemon before you can play the game? You know, I'd rather discover them myself you know i'm like oh yeah. that's a cool pokemon you know what i mean like i'd rather find out myself but that's just me i suppose um and i'm using F- F- furikoko is definitely my favorite he's gonna be the one i'm picking the little crocodile fire crocodile starter even though i'm usually a grass starter the last few generations i picked the grass starter. this generation i'm picking him because he looks and i'm picking the weed cat <laughs> oh there's the pot cat Ganja cat. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I've been playing. Is there anything else you've been playing, or you just been playing grounded and Halo? Yeah. Just those two. Yeah. Should we move on to the news then? Well, before we do that, I'm also been doing National Novel Writing Month, so I've been Ooh. writing a ton of words. And what I figured the day before is that. I've written about over 4,000 words so I can catch up because the idea is you have to write over 1,600 words every day so you can get a novel draft of 50,000 words. Wow. I couldn't do that. I I, I suck at writing. (laughs) I did a dissertation in university which was 10,000 words. That took me months to do. And I struggled with that. I still didn't hit the the word counts. I I was below the word count as well. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> it's I suck at writing. I I would I I couldn't do that. I really couldn't. But fair enough. I'm impressed. That's very impressive. So how? I mean, it's like I guess it's to kind of encourage you to finish, like to actually write a novel. I guess keep you motivated. I mean, I assume that's what that's for, right? Sorry. To keep you motivated to actually write and get like uh, hit a tar- have a target to aim for, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's impressive. You'll have to let us know how that goes when you finish it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, fair, that's fair enough. And then also on YouTube, I've been doing stuff as well, but uh, that's, yeah, usual stuff. <laughs> okay, so should we move on to the news? Go ahead. So the first bit of news is a bit complicated. Uh, I've written down in like four parts of just to try to kind of go over it. So the Embracer, the Embracer group has shut down Om, Omnon, Om, Omnia, Omnia, I think it's pronounced, a.k.a. Square Enix Montreal. So they bought Square Enix Montreal and all of the Square Enix Western developers, all the, like, the American developers, essentially. They bought them all for like $300 million, which is cheap for like uh, like all the companies they bought. Uh, and then they've closed down the uh, Square Enix, which used to be Square Enix Montreal, but it's now called uh, Omnia, Omnia. They basically they renamed themselves about a week ago or two, three weeks ago, and now they've closed them down straight after they've renamed them, which is kind of sad. But you think, oh well, what's what's I gonna do with Xbox? What's I gonna do with Xbox? What's the what's what's the big what's the big deal? Well, this is why it's complicated. So, Idros Montreal is apparently is working with Playground to build uh, to build Fable for Xbox. So, Xbox now have square uh, have Idos Montreal working on Fable, and they also have Crystal Dynamics working on Perfect Dark. So they've now owned they have two of these companies that the the Embracer Group have bought now working for Xbox. So now there's a big conspiracy theory online, tinfoil hat conspiracy theory Illuminati kind of stuff, think, saying that they think that Xbox got Embracer Group to buy these companies for, from Square Enix, Square Enix, like Square Enix West or whatever, or Square Enix East or whatever, all the American companies from Square Enix, and so that Xbox could buy them back off them once the the ABK deal's done, the the Activision Blizzard King deal is done, that's the conspiracy theory. And some people online are confi- uh, like uh, are saying that this might actually be true. Um, so yes. basically, the uh, so basically they buy it. They bought them all for cheap. They're gonna probably sell them for like ten times their worth back to <laughs> Microsoft once the exp- once the Activision deal's done. Do you, do you believe there's any truth in this? I feel like this feels like very. Um, tinfoil hat, Illuminati, uh, the world is flat kind of feel to me. I feel like this is really uh, well, it's just, um, it's just, I would say, I don't know, to be honest. Like, if it gets bought by Microsoft, then cool. Yeah. But it would suck if it's yeah. sold to Sony because I recognise them, Edios Montreal, for making yeah. the Deuce X games. I really enjoy yeah. the human revolution that Mankind Divide is okay, but it's just a game that somehow stopped the series completely. And I, I think mean, they went you, worse you, from there. Would you say you were divided on it? Well, <laughs> would you say Critical Reception was divided on it? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad puns. Um, yeah, I well, it's because like this like the fact that Xbox is working with two of these developers already does kind of bring up red flags a little bit. But I do feel like if they're already working with them, why would they need to buy them? 
Like, there's already a working relationship with them. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Uh, I've never, I've never heard of a company buying a company to sell it on to someone else for like profit, like flipping out, like house flipping. You know what I mean? Like that's what it seems like. It seems a bit weird to me that they would like Microsoft would be like, "Hey, Embracer, could you buy this for us so we could just hold it for us for like two years while we sort out the Activision deal?" I mean, that seems weird. Mm. Um, <laughs> it, it seems like such a stretch, but. There's some credible credible people coming out saying that there might be some truth to it, so I'm not really sure how I feel. It's it's a weird one. Um, interesting though, it's really interesting. I'm really intrigued. Um, I mean, Xbox do need more studios. So once the Activision deal's done, I mean, if we could get Idos Montreal and a couple of other those companies, maybe get um. Oh, there's a couple of other smaller companies that could get like Crystal Dynamics and stuff. You know, there is there is still a lot of options for them to buy. Uh, I mean, Platinum, not Crystal Dynamics. Platinum games they could buy. Uh, 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 yeah, it's like uh, the, the other company is like that. It's it's a weird it's a weird conspiracy theory, but I think uh, what we what we should take from this is obviously that Idos Montreal is working on Fable, so that's weird. I mean mm. that's that's an interesting. So I mean, like, we thought it was weird that Crystal Dynamics was working on Perfect Dark, but the fact that Idos Montreal is working on Fable is also weird and interesting. Um, well, it's, yeah, I, uh, I don't know because, um, I, I like I said, it will be fine that Edis Montreal is in the white hands, whether it's by Microsoft or anything or any other yeah. publisher, just as long as they bring the the games they've worked on over to Xbox, not as yeah. exclusives, but something they won't be PlayStation exclusive because I just feel like Sony is just like not really pleasant at the moment. So I don't particularly no. like seeing games going over to them when I'm sticking no. with Team Xbox for it. Xbox, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Team Xbox. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like. Xbox do seem to be playing a bit more friendly, and they, they, they like stuff like Call of Duty is still going to be multi-platform once they bought Activision. So it's like, and PlayStation seem to be locking everything away. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I I wonder what would happen if that did work. Like, so if they bought IDOS from all, if they bought all these companies off Embracer Group, would Embracer Group like charge them ten times the price, a uh, hundred times the price? Like three hundred thousand pounds isn't that much so in the gaming space, and so would they charge three million, or would they like charging thirty million? You know what I mean? Like they could do, they could really up the price there, and would they also I would they sell all the IPs I really back with them? I don't know to be honest, because it's it's crazy to it me. It depends if they're that greedy, because if they bought them for like a small price, they can definitely inflate it, so it's yeah, going to sure. be a huge race to get them. But it depends on how reliable Edil's Montreal is going to be. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by this story. By this story, by this this new story. Um, Bear in mind, they have I made feel like the likes is... of uh, the Avengers, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are the Ooh, recent yeah. games they did, and I think they're going to be based. The series is going to be based on how well they perform with those two games there. Not with two sex, really. Or I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was really good. 
Avengers was awful, so it's very difficult to judge them on that because one was good, one was bad. So I mean, like, where do you where do you really go from there? Um, yeah. So I mean, that's the, that's the big conspiracy theory that's on the internet this week. It's interesting. I am intrigued by it. I, w- I wonder if there's any truth behind it. It'd be really interesting to find out that this is all true in like a year's time or something. But we won't find out for a while if if it is true. We we still we're still like in the doldrums with the ABK deal, the Activision Blizzard King deal, that still seems to have another six, seven months on it before we're going to find out what actually, if it's going to happen or not. So we will have to wait and see. Um, and speaking so of th- which, there's another Dusex game work- being worked on at that studio and it's in the okay. f- very early stages of development. So I don't know whether that's yeah, going to that. lead to anything once the bio takeover has been done. Yeah, I have no idea. We'll have to see, wait and see, isn't it? Um, okay, so the next bit of news is Sonic Frontiers has just come out. And it's got a 72 on Metacritic. It's decent for a Sonic game, I guess? Um, it performs better than the previous titles. But at least it's definitely better than Sonic Forces. But that's yeah. But that's coming from me only taking the results with a pinch of salt. I mean, I'm not much of a Sonic fan whatsoever, to be honest. Um, I respect what they've done for the industry and all that, but obviously it's like, I'm, all, I'm always Team Mario. <laughs> team Nintendo, Mario for me. <laughs> and obviously I'm uh, obviously Team Xbox at the moment, but Master Chief and stuff. Um, so, I don't know. New Sonic game, open world. Uh... 72 is not a terrible score, so I mean, it's play- it must be playable. It's not like Sonic 06, where it's actually broken. It seems like it well, must be actually quite a functional game. Well, no, it's just a bit uh, surprising. Well, it's a bit surprising. Well, it's not like they're not getting nine across, nines across the board, because some of the websites yeah. are a bit like six or five out of tens over it. So, yeah. but bear in mind, this is only from the PlayStation 5 version, whereas yeah. the Switch and the Xbox versions have yet to be reviewed on yes. Metacritic, and the Steam version is still already like going to some of the bits with it. So, I would and say a... it, it <coughs> could change from certain aspects with it. And we haven't seen the the viewer response either. The the the, the actual like non reviewers reviews, uh, the uh, people's reviews. We haven't seen them yet either. So it's still early days, but interesting. Uh, also, the other big game that came out this week is God of War. That's getting all nines and tens. Uh, the only only publication that gave it a six out of ten was uh, IGN Asia, where. They've received death threats and stuff like that, and people are being racist and stuff like that towards them, which is just not, it's not cool. Uh, I wouldn't really. So I mean, like, so yeah, if if someone disagrees with you on a game, don't don't have you know, like it's just a video game. At the end of the day, today, be just like, you know, just be nice to each other. Don't be a dick about it, you know. Um, so yeah. God of War's doing well, Sonic's doing well, but we've got a couple of good games coming out next week for Xbox. Uh, before Somerville you move on, and... though, because I just oh, picked God. up that Sonic Frontiers, it's been recently okay. said that uh, Sonic Frontiers is struggling to reach 60p FPS on, like, Xbox Ooh, okay. Series S. Don't know what this takes about 
Xbox Series X, but on Series X, it just like ranges between 30 to 60 frames per second, which Sega is actually trying to respond to it. So uh, I don't. Uh, I don't really like to talk about the, the, the Series S stuff. Always seems to annoy me because like. The Series S is a very powerful system and it's being, it's being slandered a lot. And we had this conversation with uh, Gotham Knights a couple of weeks ago. They're saying the same thing. Uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just the fact that if you're making this game for the Switch, you could run it on the Series S. The fact that God of War Ragnarok is running on a PS4, you could run it on a basic PS4. That like that's like way weaker than a Series S. The, the Series S is getting all this unnecessary, like bad publicity when really it shouldn't be. I don't understand why developers are struggling with it because it is such a powerful little system. Yeah, it's not as powerful oh. as a PS Five or an Xbox Series X, but it's still more powerful than the last generation by like a like a mile, like much more powerful well, than the last generation. I d- so I do have to say that. The Switch version does have a maximum resolution of 720p with a frame rate cap of 30 frames per second. So I think it's just like there's improved performance on the Xbox game. It's just a Series S for some reason. It's just limiting frame rates. I don't think... I I don't know. I mean, I, I... the Series S is a really impressive machine. I don't understand why these these developers are struggling with it. There's some games that are like 120 frames a second on the Series S. Like Gears of War 5 does, is 120 frames per second on the Series S. And that game looks way better than anything that Sonic's, uh, like Sonic or Gotham Knights has done. So, you know, I feel like I don't really like to give it much credit, really. The, 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 that new story, I feel like that's... Uh, yeah, I feel like the Series S is a really powerful system. Plus, the, the apparently like half the user base on Xbox is now on Series S, so they're not going to just cut off support for the Series S. That's going to be a thing. They're not like people want. There's some people who want them to cut support for it, and I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and as I said, PS4 is still getting supported for most. Most PS5 games are also on PS4. So that's much more of a bottleneck than the Series S is. So whatever, you know, I'm not that bothered, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, Sonic Frontiers, God of War, did, uh, Sonic Frontiers got 72, God of War's in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> but next week we've got Somerville, which is an Xbox exclusive, and we've got Pentiment. So two Xbox exclusive coming next week. We will let you know how they do on Metacritic, I assume, next week. If once we get the reviews up, we'll let you know. Well, um, I would prefer to focus more on like Pokemon games because I think those ones are like getting really good. And the recent trailer they got, which has a couple of more details, it's recently yeah. got the song by Ed Sheeran on it. So it's just like, yeah, special. Yeah. I mean, I like, po- I like Pokemon, and that's probably what I will play the most of, but obviously we're an Xbox podcast, so obviously when Xbox games come out, we I want to cover them for the viewers, just like see what the reviews say and stuff. But obviously I'll probably be playing more Pokemon than those two games. I, I agree. So, say that, Somerville, if it's anything like Limbo or Inside, I can probably complete it within like two days. So I might I might just blaze through, I might just go through it quite quickly. We'll have to have a look. <laughs> 
Um, so there's a couple more news articles. So as as you know, my other YouTube channel is Potato Pro Wrestling. So there's a pro wrestling story here. AEW Fight Forever, which is the AEW the first AEW wrestling game, is going to be coming to Game Pass Day One. Uh, there's no date for it yet. They said it's coming out the fall this year, but there's still no date, so expect it probably to be delayed to 2023. But the fact that it's coming to Game Pass is really cool. Day one Game Pass, a sports game, a wrestling game. For me, a wrestling fan, that is fantastic news, and I think that's another. I mean, that's what Game Pass should be trying to focus on, trying to get day one sports titles. I think that brings in people. I mean, oh, a lot of AEW fans will be getting Game Pass to try and play it for on the cheap. Um, we don't know if the game's gonna be any good. It looks a bit, it looks a bit weird at the moment, but we will have to wait and see. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I know you're probably not interested at all because you're not a wrestling fan, but uh, <laughs> no. as I'm a wrestling, as I, as I do wrestling YouTube on the, um, on the like. So we have Xbox the Box is my Xbox uh, our Xbox channel, and then on my own I do my Potato Pro Wrestling, which is my big wrestling channel. So that's big news for me. So yay! I thought yay. I would I would mention <laughs> that. And if you wanna, if you guys like wrestling, go Potato Pro Wrestling on YouTube and subscribe. <laughs> Jump across. <laughs> uh, that's me. I talk, I just talk about wrestling. Hey. Promote self promotion. <laughs> uh, the final thing I wanted to mention is in an interview last week, uh, Phil Spencer mentioned that he would love to bring back StarCraft. Um, the APK deal is still not done, so he's obviously he has no power to do this at the moment. But thought that was an interesting story that they might we might be reviving StarCraft once the APK deal's done. Are you a StarCraft fan or are you any interested never played in that? it before? No, I mean it was a big deal back in the day. It was like the I think it was like almost like the original esport was StarCraft. There used to be a massive big. It used to be a massive deal in the in Japan and stuff. So I mean I'm I'm interested in it. Uh, new RTS uh, coming to coming from ABK. I'm I'm totally down for that. But as I said, it's, there's no weight to it really because it's just Phil Spencer's hopes and dreams, you know. It's like I could say what game I want, but I'm just I I got just as much power over EBK as Phil Spencer has at this moment in time. <laughs> well, you know? um, well, actually, if it ever go, goes forward, I think it's quite likely that Phil Spencer may ask for assistance from uh, your Creative Assembly because they brought yeah. Halo Wars over to Xbox consoles, so maybe they That's would good. be using some of the. Work, previous work to get StarCraft on, say, Xbox, for instance, but it's probably going right. to end up like Age of Empires, where it's only exclusive to the PC. Yeah. Well, Age of, Empire, Age of Empires is coming to Xbox next, in the next couple of months, so that's mm. it, it's, it's not just on PC anymore, it's coming to Xbox as well. Um, what, StarCraft? I, no, you said Age of Empires. Oh, right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's they've announced that's coming to Xbox soon. Um, I can't remember the date. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting. I would like. I would just want more variety in games, and I think if we got StarCraft, a new StarCraft, that'd be brilliant. Uh, I, I I've been saying it for months as well that like, uh, PlayStation has the Final Fantasy fourteen like MMO online. And it's only on PlayStation. We should get World of Warcraft on Xbox. Like, why not? 
once the APK deal's done, World of Warcraft is like the biggest MMO in the world. Bring it over to Xbox, put it on Game Pass, you know? It makes so much sense to me to try and branch out, make, the, make it even bigger, you know? That's another thing as well, but there you go. More exclusive for Xbox. I think that'd be fantastic. Bring some old games back and put them exclusive on Xbox as well. Um, yeah, so that's that's all the news for today, unless you had any news articles you had uh, saved up. Nah, pretty much. Nope, no, so that brings us on to our topic of the show! Also known as what we've been playing, really, because this is the second part of what we've been playing. This is the Halo Infinite Winter Update has dropped. It dropped last night, and we have played a good couple of hours of it. It's, we were up till 3 o'clock in the morning, and we're both exhausted because we stayed up all night playing Halo. <laughs> uh, what are your initial thoughts of the Winter Update? What do you think of it so far? Well, luckily, I managed to download it all last night because I thought it would take all the time because I've got slow internet still yeah. but even if it's like 11 gigabytes it took a couple of hours for me to fully download it and it's already installed so it's quite good yeah. so I just tried a few matches and I've been playing the comf comfort ops which yeah. well, basically how it works is which I initially didn't know what it's supposed to be about because I thought it would be like yeah. assault but what's and when I played it, it's just like, oh, I definitely get what it is, and I can definitely tell why people compared it to Split and Cell's multiplayer mode. So basically, yeah, it's like Split and Cell. It's a, it's a kind of the mode where you have the defenders and attackers, and the defenders have the flag that they need to yeah. prevent from having the flag taken back to the base, which is a bit like one flag capture the flag on Halo. So. How it works is defenders have their commandos and their energy swords, and they also have unlimited uh, sensor orbs so that they can detect whether people are coming. And the attackers only has the pistol and I think they got something else like a oh energy. They got, yeah, and they got invisibility as well. Or camouflage, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so the idea is, is that you have to sync up, up to them and make sure you don't get noticed by the defenders. Then yeah. if you get the flag, you try to get it to the base, which I think to me is just like really interesting. I only played it on like the generator room. I don't remember the name of it. But yeah, yeah it was like really interesting. It's a bit like Storm on the Castle and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's called joint. It's called joint ops. The playlist, um, I really enjoy it as well. Like you said it's like one flag. It's the first asymmetrical mode for Halo Infinite, which I'm really interested in. Kind of reminds me of playing Infection for the first time. It's um, it's a lot of fun, as you said. Yeah, like it's defense versus attack. I feel like I'm much better in defense than I am in attack. Trying to get the flag can be so frustrating. Like, oh, it's so annoying when you see your teammates just like grab the flag and then just chuck it forward and try to get it's like trying to show off, just like just put the flag down so we could get a point. I don't understand <laughs> why you're trying to show off. Um, yeah, I've played I'm up to level five in the battle passes already. Um, really, I'm already up it. to level one, <laughs> all, all the way up to level one, <laughs> yeah, because 
there's a thing called a match XP now where yeah. you get points that if you play well in the game, you get more points. Otherwise, yeah. if you don't do well and you lose a match, you get very little for it. But I yeah. also noticed with the challenges that it can go up to about 100 or 450 XP, whereas in the past you can get up to 300 or 400 XP. So they ch yeah. shifted that focus on the match XP. And so far, you have to play really good in order to get through it. But I think it just kind of yeah. likes things that if you get some really good medals like double kills and kill streaks, I mean, could, it should give you some extra experience for that as well. Yeah. But at the moment, it just seems to be based on your performance. That if you win matches or you do extremely well, you end up getting the most amount of points. And it just yeah. seems like as if it's a bit polarized. Like if you suck a Halo, you're not going to get so much experience. For instance. Oh, I, I quite like the experience. Uh, I quite like the experience, but I'm not very good mm. at Halo myself. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, like, uh, as you said about the... Because well, you get two challenges at a time. Like, only two challenges show up at a time. You you do have five challenges. Uh, I've almost maxed out the week's challenges already because they've, they've decreased the amount of challenges you get for a week. Uh, but it gives so you the ability uh, armor coating too, which I already got. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's not great. Um, because uh, because um, for, for until the season three comes back, they bring up the items from seasons one and two, which is why not only you get weekly challenges, challenge rewards coming back than seasons one and two, but yeah. I also noticed in the shop they bring back uh, some items that you can unlock, get which are from like seasons two and one and two, but right. there's a sale on the Mister Chief um, AI yeah. for one thousand back down from twenty four hundred. And you get the cat ear pack, which I already got, but you can buy it again. But it gives you a free oh. grunt birthday party uh, armor ammo effect. So I've got that already. But the oh, okay. best part, according to many uses, is that you can get shoulder pads for Mark V armor, which which is like the wolf heads uh, shoulder yeah. pads you can get on it. And is this something you bought already, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of microtransactions. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a sucker. I needed to buy it. Those were so cool. Yeah, they had like they look like um, like almost like plaques or like wolf heads, and you got them on your shoulders. And they look cool as hell. I got like they're like gold, and it's like basically you just I got two wolf heads on even one on each shoulder, and they were like three hundred and fifty points, and they had three hundred points. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. So I ended up putting my credit card in, put by, and putting three or four pound into the game, so I could buy those shoulder pads because I could not. They were they just look so cool. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I, I I was so tempted. I don't like to buy stuff on the microtransaction side, but I was so tempted. I had to do it, and they were so good. I suppose I'm. It's a free to play game. I'm helping fund the game, I suppose, and keeping it going. So guess i could try and spin the positive on it but i do not i don't normally like my microtransactions so i'm kind of ashamed of myself but i also feel that those those shoulder pads are rad so i really like i'm glad i bought them <laughs> in a well, way i kind of stepped away from it in the moment because i just don't really like to keep spending on halo microtransactions when i can just like well save more money up 
and just leave yeah. it. I usually don't spend. That's like the first thing I bought in a while. I don't normally buy stuff on the microtransaction shop. It has to be something I really want me to buy it, and I really fancied it. I thought it looked really cool. Um, what do you think of the three level battle pass? I feel like the the final uh, the final helmet is like uh, Mark Five, like like traditional Mark Five helmet. Looks really cool. I'm looking forward to unlocking that when I've beat the battle pass. What, 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 is there anything in the battle pass that like jumps out at you? Well, it's the defender and uh, it's the shoulder pads are really interesting, but oh, yeah. I, I think I will be struggling to see any of those helmets that might be all worth trying on for a while, like the Mark V helmet, but nothing yeah. really beats the recon. But apart from no. that... There isn't a lot interesting because you're basically collecting the items that didn't get through like season one because the winter update just deals with a lot of cut content from it and I think that's what the winter contingency two is going to bring, which uh, is a Santa okay. hat and a, a snow hat of some sort. Okay, interesting. Um, I'll have to have a look at that. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting the new season soon. Um, but yeah, I, I I like I I quite like I said the the final helmet I think I like the look of, but it's not like spectacular or anything. It looks like a traditional Halo helmet. You've got the CQB helmet as well from the originals. I mean, the thing is, me, me and you we both like the original Halo games, like Halo Three and stuff. Recon was the helmet, wasn't it? Back in the mm. day, if if you saw someone in a recon helmet, you're like, "Whoa, they must be really good at this game." So, like, recon feels like really luxurious, even though it's quite common in Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. This is like, "Ooh, recon and flaming helmet." It's like Halo Three. If you had a flaming recon helmet, you're like the b- most badass person on the planet. But <laughs> in Infinite, pretty much everyone can have that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, Ooh, yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, the battle pass, yeah, level five on the battle pass already. I'm gonna get to level three before like the end of the week, and then like what am I gonna do? With, then I've got like nothing to chase. Then <laughs> have you I tried any of these maps on on like there's Argyle and Detachment, which are the maps just recently yeah. released for Halo? Which I think actually they checked them out uh, when they released. Yeah. I ended up checking out the other parts of the winter update because it is massive. But have you checked yeah. any of those new multiplayer maps? The new the new maps are pretty fun. Um, you can't really tell they're forge maps. They 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 look like brand new, built up from the ground up maps. They're really decent. Um, I as I said, we've I've we as you were saying earlier, we've both played uh, joint tops. I haven't really played any other modes on it. Um, so I've only played joint top, so you can't get the full experience of the map, I suppose. But there's like man cannons on the sides of the one map, so you like it's like it's like a, it's like you can take a longer route to get back, but it's like easier to avoid people because it's like capture the flag, isn't it? Uh, and then yeah, the other, that's and interesting. Then, and then Argoyle is interesting. Uh, I think they're both really decent maps. Um, there's not really anything to them that makes them like super unique or anything though. A lot they do just feel like normal Halo maps, really. I'm already mm. kind of used to them already. <laughs> I've really just started playing on them. Um, yeah, I think mean, I, I don't think I can really judge them fairly without playing like Fiesta or like uh, Team Slayer or anything on it because I've already played that one type of mode on it. Like the one map is really difficult to be uh, to try and get the flag. 
because it's like a higher level, so you have to sneak up to it, which is hard to get to. So um, it's harder to play attack instead of defense on that map. So that's the one. That's the one <laughs> takeaway I have from it, really. Yeah, um, that's true. Now the first three games I played of Joint Ops, I won all of them, and then I, and then I lost like the la- the next three. Then <laughs> so just that like, would oh, explain. Okay. That would explain. Like, are you on double XP when you did those matches? Uh, I, I did, yeah. I did, yeah. So that I would explain why you got to level 5 and only got to, like, level 1. Because I'm only yeah. testing the waters. I only played, yeah. like, a few matches. <laughs> I, I normally... I, I was I did say I'm not, I'm not going to bother with the double XP because I want to try and save in the battle pass. But I kind of wanted to get into it. I wanted to, like, level up a little bit. I wanted to get the Mark 5 armor stuff, so, yeah. Uh, I thought the Mark Five armor was going to be new, a new armor set, a new uh, uh, core. I didn't realize it was a core we already had, which is like disappointing. Uh, mm. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, I already own this core. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> I had it looking like because I originally had it look like a mix between June and George from uh, Halo Reach, and now now it's just like a hodgepodge of different things now with the wolf shoulder pads and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the battle pass. I think the multiplayer is a lot of fun, uh, and then also the big update for the Halo Infinite w- uh, Winter update was co-op. We played a lot of co-op story last night, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Like, luck enough, we were ready to do this, and it's just me and the chief. So we just went yeah. in, and I mean, literally, how it works is that you just invite people over. And then you can make a new game, which then we can agree to play some co-op. So, yeah. because the achievements were, it tracks down your progression based on how many outputs you completed and everything like that. We started from yeah. scratch, so we started on the first mission, and then we just already ran into some glitches. Like, could you explain yeah. them? <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. So... Uh, we played it for a good couple of hours. We completed the first mission three times because the first mission we got to. So you got to hit a switch, and then you got to the the whole built the whole area is about to explode. You just kind of escape the area, and then there's this door that's meant to be open that you can walk through, and the door was locked three times. We got to that yeah. door, and it just could, and it it glitched. It was glitched shut, and we couldn't yeah, get that's past why. it. So yeah, we tried to time, go through we started... the. We tried to go through all the prefabs that were hanging down, and we're supposed to jump yeah. through through those things. Normally, the enemies are supposed to come out the door. Therefore, it opens the door. But none of the yeah. enemies have spawned, so therefore we got stuck there, and we have no way to do it with it. So, yeah. and it's, and so it basically, is... uh, one time we went down all of those prefabs, and we yeah. mucked around. So then we have to restart the mission to see if it works. Go through yeah. it again, and then once we go through it, the door's locked, so we just couldn't get that done. And yeah. I was looking for help online. Nobody hasn't talked about it, and it doesn't show this solution. So yeah. restart the mission I... one more time, and if it still doesn't work, it's grounded from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. We probably go back to playing grounded and try to kill some wolf spiders. But no, it's like um, what I was gonna say is that uh, also the issue was we got to that door which was meant to be open, and then the game in the top corner says saving, 
saving checkpoint, checkpoint reached. It's like, well, exactly. we're stuck. What do you mean? So we both kill each. We both like commit suicide to get the area to, like to respawn. We respawn and we're still stuck, even when we respawn. So we basically two times we got to that door, we got stuck, and then on the third playthrough, we got to like this power switch. We had to put. We had to turn the power on, and the and the, that wasn't working. So we, yeah, the, we left the, the game. Um, yeah, it's the one with the cockpit that shows the cutscene with a huge uh, hologram above all those fruits. And yeah. you, we, you have to hold the button down to turn the, the to turn the power on to like blow it up. So we both like, we both tried to turn the power on; it wouldn't work. So we restarted. We we quit the game. We reloaded where we were. Luckily, all the bad guys spawned that time, and in that time, we managed to get through the whole level and, and get past it. But it took us yeah, like two hours to get first the first level because we kept yeah, getting exactly. glitched. Yeah, exactly. Like all the when we first went through that, like we quickly skipped a cutscene, and then somehow the enemies did not appear. We didn't do the switch, and as you said, when we relayed it, it's like all the enemies come back. And it's like, yeah. we did this like three times on Legendary with some of the skulls turned on, including unlimited ammo. <laughs> but I'll, there's also... I also for, go on. There's also some other problems with it too. Like, yeah. it was happened before our playthroughs where we went through a bunch of cutscenes and as soon as we skipped the cutscene where the pilot is powering up the Master Chief, uh, yeah. I was about to the, this. Game went, the game screen went black and we stay on it for like seven minutes. Then you left the game, well, turned off, uh, exited the game, and yeah. then it just says, oh, you left, so I can finally like, resume and quit to the main menu. And then tell me what, what happened after that. Well, I was just I was going to explain that. So, yeah, we went through all the cutscenes, and it was just a black screen with no audio, no nothing, it was just a black screen. Like what well, we said about four or five minutes, we sat there. I quit out completely, tried to reload the game, and then the game wouldn't load. So I quit the game for a second time, restarted the Xbox completely, and then reloaded it. Uh, and then yeah, and we changed the like what skulls we were using as well because we we had a load of skulls on. Like we had unlimited ammo, but then we also had enemies with more powerful weapons. Um, with more health and stuff like that, so we had we had fun with it. Um, I yeah. still had fun, even though we glitched the first level. But as soon as we got it's past really... the first level, we had it was kind of smooth sailing from there on out. We got yeah, to, we it's did just the a really level, glitchy no day because and as soon as you like restarted your Xbox, uh, yeah. I can see you online on the Xbox thing. We're just like a bit I weird, but but yeah. then we just went into it. <laughs> And then we just like beat this first level after all those glitches, and we made it to the second level, and it's like oh, I just took a huge portion of our night. <laughs> yeah, like on the second level, you we both fell off the top area down to the bottom area, so we had to make all the way back up again. <laughs> you went to the lift. I just I just grappled hooked all the way up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> like shortcut, um, yeah, that was so much fun. Uh, it was it was good. Once once I got it working, it was good. Like we got to the open world area, we took over a base together. You got the scorpion tank gun, which is yep. like just broken as hell. It's hilarious. I'm so um, happy they still left it in. Like so they were going to get it. rid of it in the update, but because of a feedback, they brought it back in. 
So by the time the yeah, co-op yeah. mode was released, there's like so the stock Scorpion tank returned. And not only that, in a forge mode, you can get a Scorpion tank in the form of a huge cannon. So Ooh. literally they are embracing that huge mistake they left in this huge game <laughs> so good i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the cops once we got past the glitches at the beginning i don't know what why like they've been testing this multiplayer co-op for like months now this this should have come out a year ago and they still and it's still broken i don't understand why it's still broken it, we I can't believe we we managed to break it like four or five times, but we managed to get first past the first level. After that, it seemed to be smooth sailing. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing some more of this later on tonight. That should be fun. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, the catch couch co-op apparently is being said by three four three that it's eighty percent complete. The, yeah, they just said the twenty percent, the the rest of it being twenty percent is that. They had to go through all of those things and it will take forever for it. So they decided to work on a live service instead. So you won't get couch co-op. But even so, it's just... You still have, like, glitches with the campaign co-op. And it's just like, what are 343 doing? Like, are they just making making a huge mess out of things when they're obviously not managed well? (laughs) I don't know how we're still broken. Uh, as I said, we managed to break it multiple times. Uh, we broke the same, but it wasn't like we broke it in different ways. Either. It was like the same place it broke. Um, yeah, it was, and then we had like floating, uh, banished and stuff and random stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why because when we went into elevator and took out the brutes, like we we were like overpowered with unlimited ammo and the rockets. Yeah, because thunderstorm. Let's you to get the brutes of the rocket launchers so we got those and we got unlimited uh shock grenades so we just managed to kill the brutes inside the elevator but when we went in and to the switch the brutes are like floating when we go in our yeah, elevator so funny so funny <laughs> i love it yeah we had so much fun with it i really enjoyed it i highly recommend it uh but obviously if you if you get wound up by glitches and stuff and uh <clears throat> excuse me probably wait for like, the hot fix yeah maybe wait for a hot fix yeah even though they still haven't fixed it. they should have fixed it by now surely but whatever mm. uh, i'm enjoying it we'll definitely play more of that highly recommend a lot of fun definitely play some more of that later probably <laughs> now and that's we have to discuss about the forge because that's yeah, another new really mode forge I have. So, basically, Forge is quite literally... Well, it used to be the editor for levels. Now it's a fully-fledged level editor like you expect from, like, Trials Evolution. But the reason it's in beta is because uh, 343 said that they're still working on uh, campaign AI and bits like that. I think that's what they said. So, basically, the... The most of the functionality that you need to build levels with is pretty much here, yeah. and so far it's okay. It's just a little bit flimsy with the snapping, but apart from that, I just had a bit of a fun time with it. So I spent about thirty minutes with it, where you can change the sky, change nice. the sun, and and it's pretty simple. Like you use the controller to put some objects there, 
It's a bit convoluted at first, but once you get used to the controls like a D-pad, where you can use yeah. the D-pad to delete and duplicate, as well as undo and redo, then I was able to select the objects, snap them up, duplicate them, and I was able to make a huge curved wall, and it just really works. I have to try and make a level or something, that'd be fun, like an Xbox the Box level. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it. are some problems with it that when I try to make the weapon pickup or weapon wax, it doesn't like yeah. produce any of those items, so I'd have to put the weapons on the ground. But when I tested that level, I just couldn't interact with those weapons, so I can't really shoot. It's only to explore the level. So I had to get out of Forge, test the map in custom games, and that's when I would yeah. test weapons and everything. I was like, this is just weird. So, no, I think that's what, how you used to be working in Halo 4, but it's a bit contradicted, really. Like, you can't really yeah. test if a weapon packs are working, so, and that's without having to go out of the menu, start the custom game, and just test it. Like, yeah. if it has a game mode or anything like that, then it would have been more convenient. But, yeah, it's just like, some parts of it don't work well. But as for the building the levels for as far as it seems, kinda of works for the most part. So yeah. I mean hopefully we get some more new maps soon, which would be nice. Um yeah, I mean, that's still, a bit of a shame it's a bit broken. But. Yeah, well it's it's less broken than uh campaign co op. Like it <laughs> works for, it works for the most part. But it's just like at the moment, the bigger problem is games browser is in, but you don't get all the maps, and it still puts the yeah. the maps we got from the game at the top, and it's got some of the maps made them forged. Like it's just you don't know which one is like good or something like that, and there's like soccer yeah. mode or some sorts. But I was hoping for oh, right, ones weird. like Guardian or any of those Halo map remakes in Forge. Yeah, and. I have yet to see them in the games browser, but right now you can only play them in custom games because neither of those Forge maps have ever made it to uh, the match matchmaking playlists. Like oh, once they annoying. get in there, then it would have been absolutely perfect. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed. Like, um, you know, we got the winter update now. I'm hoping the now we've got the Forge beta, we're going to have loads of new levels being added. Every... It'd be nice if it was like, they go, uh, commu- uh, here's a community map. Every month is a new community map added to the rotation. I mean, that would be awesome. It's like, oh, this 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 month's community map is this one, made by this random person, and this will be now part of our Fiesta playlist, or this will be a part of our joint ops playlist, or whatever, or like Slayer, or... Most likely know, joint ops, be nice. really, because... Because yeah. you definitely get more maps from Forge that will fit with this gameplay. But if For anyone sure. brings back like Ricochet or Infection or even like Griffball, I would love that. Then yeah, Griffball. Oh, I want Griffball back. Bring back Griffball. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping these the game modes will come back real soon and have some special maps to fit. But fingers um, crossed. But what I was hoping to do is I would complete the maps because yeah. ten years ago. Halo 4 came out. Did you yep. believe that? Yep, I can believe that. Ten years ago, uh, it's the... Yeah. The, I'm not, well, we, if, you, if you want to see what we think of Halo 4, it's in our tier list. 
quite low. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> well, Halo official channel has released a really good uh, video which plays back yeah, the music over the good. concept art. And I thought that's really nice. And also Mint yeah. Blitz, I saw the video that talks about Halo 4 and how they think of it. So it's quite nice. But at the same yeah. time, when the game came out, I did the comparison video between... Because Halo 4 has got new improved weapon sounds for the weapons. Yeah. Ten years ago, that uh, I did the comparison between the USC, UNSC weapons from Reach as well as Halo yeah. 4 and see how much it's changed. And I just racked up thousands of views. So I was thinking yeah, that that's good. once I get round to it, I can complete the forge map of all the UNSC weapons and then I'll do the video of it. So I then edit all those clips, which I still got the clips from 10 years ago. And yeah. what I'll be aiming to do is I will create a 10 year anniversary sound comparison between Halo's Reach, Halo 4, as well as Halo Infinite. Oh, and that sounds this, good, yeah. So therefore, once I get this up to make Xbox a box, you'll finally get to see the comparisons there. This is definitely in the works, and I'm hoping yeah. to get this done, but expect this to come in, in a few weeks. But because there's already sound comparisons between all those Halo games, then yeah. my, the videos I'm going to do is not, not going to go through, but seeing it's just a 10th anniversary thing to celebrate the Forge as well, so yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Halo 4 is not my favorite at all, to be honest. The sound, as I said, the sound effects were good in Halo 4, but the music wasn't quite as good because you didn't have uh, Marty O'Donnell. Um, the gameplay, like, I like the story, but the the gameplay wasn't very good because the the the, the Forerunners were very fun to fight against, plus you had like limited ammo, which wasn't great. Uh, and then the multiplayer was like Halo was like a Call of Duty multiplayer. Yeah. So I mean, Halo Four is one of my least favorite Halo games. I still enjoyed it. I still played hundreds of hours of the multiplayer, but it's not as good as I feel it, like Halo Infinite is the best uh, free for free Halo game for sure. I would have to add in that. Um... It does take a few things from Reach, like selecting classes and yeah. bits like that. But I think the trouble is that when 343 took over and like made Halo 4 multiplayer, they tried to make it as competitive as Call of Duty. They ended up yeah. replicating the parts from Call of Duty and ends up losing their uniqueness. And it's just they got lost what Halo was. To, yeah, yeah they, they lost, lost a lot of players to Black Ops 2, which is actually one of the more popular Call of Duty games. And I did get that yeah. too in the same year because yeah. Halo 4 is just like, well, it's really interesting, but then they just changed too much that it just lacks the flexibility and the fun from the original Halo games. Definitely. Uh, uh, for me, Halo is always, everyone starts on an even playing field. There's, map, there's, there's more powerful weapons hidden around the map. So it's about who could get to the power weapons first, who could hold the power weapons, who can hold like certain parts of the map with those weapons. I mean, that's what Halo is to me. Not but everyone starts Halo off 4, with. Who... In Halo Four, you instead that's get power saying, weapons through kills, kill streaks, and ordnance. You just call yeah, is, and ask for which great. weapon to come down. 
You just collect it yeah. anyway, and then you got a power weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my point. So that's so for me, that's not proper Halo. That's Call of Duty. And if I want to play Call of Duty, I play Call of Duty. <laughs> you know what the Master Chief said? Cockadoodle. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I. So yeah, uh, congratulations on ten years of Halo Four. I guess even though boo. Well, (laughs) I would say that Halo 4, I actually did enjoy the game. The campaign is a bit fresh and the multiplayer is a bit fun. It's just, it's not Halo though. It's a completely different game. So I just think like if they were to rebrand it as something else than Halo, then that's fine. But when it's been like being masticating as the Halo game, it's not Call great. of Duty Space Warfare. <laughs> yeah. <to> call it. <laughs> Spartan Warfare. <laughs> I just feel that it's just sort of an age where Halo has an identity problem. Like, they try to be nostalgic, but instead they try to be as esportsy as possible. And yeah. I just think, like, it just kind of lost their way. And that's I why Halo feel, Infinite yeah. it just got back to the nostalgia. But even say, sure. it's just still hasn't really caught up to the great originals. No. It's almost as good as the originals. It's the fact that there's lack of content and the... and the, Which is, yeah, it's like a lot of key features were missing. If they had all the key features at day one and they had all the content needed, this would be the best Halo game since Halo 3 and Halo Reach, I think. Unfortunately, they didn't have that, so it's not. So it's very unfortunate and very sad. <laughs> So, winter update. What are your first impressions with it? You enjoyed it? I think it's good so far, yeah. Um, The level battle pass, I think it's probably too small. I think I'm going to run out within a week, and then I've got nothing to do for it until March next year. But that's a good thing, is it? No, I want to have have a battle pass that takes me ages to to finish so I can keep playing. Well, mind Um, you, this is something to keep you going towards Season 3, so they gave yeah. you all this cut content as well as previous content from the previous seasons. So I'm yeah. just hoping to get this white armor pack again and hoping it will be reduced. So yeah, I I'm think hoping... I've been missing it too much, so I might probably get it. Yeah. But who knows? It might probably pop up. Sometimes it may not pop up. But expect a lot of things to go on sale. But we, what we sure. do want is, one, have those items sold in bundles as individual items. Or you can just have mix and match where you can set which what you want and then you pay it as part of a bundle, just like in Destiny yeah. 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the winter, the, winter, the winter update. I would give it like, I don't know, 7 or 8 out of 10 maybe. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if we can review it on a scale. Uh, as I said, the Battle Pass 30, 30 levels is not going to last me very long, which is unfortunate. Uh, co-op is a lot of fun when it works. But unfortunately, we've had a lot of glitches with the with the co-op, which is unfortunate. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing co-op with you and trying to get all the achievements for legendary difficulty. That would be fun. And oh, also yeah. trying Don't to forget get that, so. three, three, level 30 battle pass to be fun. Trying out the new maps, new modes. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing some multiplayer. I'll probably play some multiplayer before I go to bed now. Um, excited to play some more multiplayer. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's good. I... Don't know if it's quite enough to keep me going till March or whatever the next update is. 
Uh, but we will see. That, that's my opinion. What do we, what do you think of the winter the winter update? I would say that after a few hours, I still have more to explore. But so far, it's just something to keep you going only for the month because yeah. the only things that will keep people more engaged with Halo Infinite will be the campaign co-op and the forge mode. But those modes would distract you uh, enough from the multiplayer mode, so probably be dead in the water with it. But apart from that, I would say the match XP is good. I think it's something that 343 is introducing to it. I just wish it, yeah. they would have add more ways in which you can get more experience, like yeah. with skill, and not just with luck to do with victories. But there's also the battle pass, which is basically cut content for Mark V armor. But it's some of it is just like something you have waited for to come out for a long time, which is quite yeah. nice. But I haven't tried a map, so I can't say that. But if I do get to try them, I will let you know in the next podcast or two. But yeah. I would say the joint ops is kind of a bit fun. I just hope free free would get to keep this in because they got rid of last Spartan standing and is permanently removed. So it's a huge, it's a huge shame. But yeah. apart from that, it's just basically the same multiplayer experience, only you have a different way of gaining more experience. I also found the challenges to be better too, because they're not tied to modes. It's now like much more fun and easy to get them. And I've already yeah. went through a lot of the challenges there, but it does have a few, uh, well, kind of few bits of flaws that will, as you say, will done, be done for the hot fix or something like that. Let's hope so. Until they get fixed. But as Fingers for crossed. the campaign co-op, well, I'm waiting for the hot fix to see if it gets all the bugs ironed out. But apart from that, it's, it's good. Pretty yeah. much another reason to play for the campaign again, which I'm kind of a bit dreading at the moment because I've completed it three times. One on mobile on legendary difficulty, getting all the skulls. Then yeah. a four-hour speed one, and then a heroic with scorpion gun on legendary all skulls on. <laughs> like, um, oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, I just got all the campaign achievements before the update. But I think some of the achievements could be a bit too hard. But apart from that, yeah. it's good. Something that gives you more reasons to use missions to select, which That's I true. haven't tried it out yet. But it just works when you go to the map and then you select any of the mission areas. You just click on mission replay. So that's cool. As for cool Forge, I think the Forge is pretty good. I, um, at the moment, it just needs more like how you get those maps across for everyone and how yeah. you can be able to make the best use out of it. So at the moment, there's a little bit of a learning curve with it. But apart from that, Forge mode is pretty good, pretty solid. I just have yet to get into the maps, which apparently they look really much better than what you get from the Forge maps in Halo's 4 and 5. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, they, they, apparently they got much more items. Like, I can't remember the exact amount now, but it's like 10 times the amount of items that you can have on screen at once, which is nice. 
That makes it even better. <laughs> These are very complicated, so it's cool. I'm really looking forward to playing some more Forge maps. Hopefully, as I said, I would love it if they just put more community maps in the in the playlists and give us more variety. But we'll see. That's fingers, fingers crossed thing. Hmm. <laughs> so I mean, that's it for today's episode. Unless there's anything else you wanted to say before we wrap that's up. That's all. Well, thank you guys for watching. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the Halo Winter update. We're really enjoying it ourselves. Um, and we will keep you updated. And uh, yeah, that's it really it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for watching. And until next time, too sweet. Later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.